What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, man, y'all done did it again. Tuned in to another episode of All Truth No Chaser. I am your host, Larry S. White II, man, and I am so, so happy and honored to have you. You know, it's funny, man. Some things that push you where you want to go come from the most undesirable places. And today I got a story from the best pit man in the state of Texas, Brian Thibodeau. And his story is just going to knock your socks off. So I hope you're ready. Put that seatbelt on and let's get into it. We've been having and we, we we was having a great conversation, but today we're going to talk about um, not ceremonially married with kids. Mm-hmm. And the ceremony part there was important. But before we kind of dive into that, man, tell us a little about yourself. Like, where you from? Originally from Columbus, Texas. Small. And where's that? It's a small country town in between Houston and San Antonio, right off okay. of I ten. Okay. It's, like population five thousand. If like, that, I think it's like thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like thirty five hundred, maybe. Yeah, man. My grad, my high school graduating class was like, I think it was like one hundred and fifteen of us. What? Yeah, I yeah. had nine hundred kids in my nah, graduating nah, nah, class. Nah, nah. <laughs> All graduation was over in like thirty forty five minutes. Top claw, start to finish. We had um, when I moved from New York, our graduation class was at U of H, uh, where the basketball arena is. It nah. didn't look like that. No. Nah. It didn't look the way it looked today. It didn't yeah, look like that. Yeah, but nah, that was way we would have been echoing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no the whole town could have came and it still would have been empty in there. I nah, can dig it. Nah. Man, how did you um how did you get into barbecue? <laughs> Fun fact, I uh we used to we used to do barbecue for uh baby girl birthday parties. That was the first time I really started. I didn't buy my first your daughter. Your, my your, daughter, your yeah. youngest daughter, my youngest daughter. So okay. she's that 14, 14 now. So yeah, yeah, about 13, yeah. 14 years ago is when we started her right. first barbecue or our first uh, birthday. I think I did like barbecue chicken legs and some just random stuff and mm. no brisket, none of that serious stuff. And uh, but it was good. Mm. And you know, somebody came, man, you got some more of that barbecue and. You know, and then our next year birthday came around, and I cook a little bit more. And then after about two or three years, man, I started getting people asking, like, "Hey, man, you'll cook this for me, and yeah. you'll do this for me." And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't charge. I just, you know, I started like I, I like to do it." And then, man, after a while, it's like, man, I'm barbecuing for, I'm doing this a lot, you know. So yeah. I need to start kind of charging people for this, and so mm-hmm. I charge them a little bit of money to do it, and bring your own meat, and I'll do it. And then I got real particular about it, like I normally do, and. Man, it just really kind of grew from there. Yeah. As far as cooking and barbecuing wise. I didn't turn it into a business until years later, but I think it's it's important because you were doing it for free in the beginning. Oh yeah. And I I mentioned this before, man, and there's nothing wrong <laughs> with working for free when you get started because you don't have a value yet. And you can't start charging people until you have a value. That's it. You know? Yeah. And so so many so so many people, man, they just come out the gate. They wake up one day and think people are supposed to pay them. Like, like, like they the men's, and you might very well be. You might be, but you're not the men's on the business side of Correct. it. And um, you have to learn how to quantify your value mm-hmm. because that reflects how much you charge. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because it didn't start off with, you know, thirty 
$33, $35 a pound. You know, it mm. was, it, I cook a whole brisket mm. for 40 bucks. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. to, just to get it, just to get the experience. At the time, I didn't realize what I was doing it for. But looking back on it, it's like, man, if I had to charge people back then, I probably wouldn't be able to do it today because of the mistakes that I made then. If I charge somebody $160 for a brisket that wasn't worth $160, they wouldn't come back, you know? They look so at you crazy, yeah. I, a lot of those mistakes that was made um, kind of really molded me to be able to charge what I do now and be able to make a make a business out of it. It's today. almost like me charging $100 for a pear pie. They, they look at me crazy. Mm, until they taste it. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> They be I, like, I see, I see why okay, now. okay, yeah, you buy yeah. you 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 the bed. Yeah, I see, I see why now. It's understandable, but yeah, coming right out of the gate, man, you gotta, you have to establish that. And for me personally, it was a confidence thing. Like if I, after after a while, when it's like, you know, man, this person is, you know, every every year his daughter birthday come around, and every family function he got, he's same guy coming back. Mm-hmm. Man, I do that. It, it's like, and not your family members, not your cousins, your sisters, and your mom. Yeah, it's just complete strangers. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what started the, you know, started the engine, and we just ran with it. So when you when you're on this journey, you're cooking this food. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Budweiser? Yeah, Del Papa was the actual company, but it was Budweiser. Yeah. How do, how do you? How did you go from? I've been cooking a couple of years, my for my baby birthday. People mm-hmm. come over here, they bring a gift for her, but they really here to eat. Mm-hmm. To Budweiser's like, yo, we want you to come do a function. And then it was like, Walmart? No, so I worked for Budweiser. Okay. So I was I was working for Budweiser. When I left there, I think I had right at 16 years under my belt. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was running a marketing department, working, working, working. But I knew that wasn't. That wasn't my end game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, the owner of the company, his son, when I first started, was like six, seven years old. Mm. By the time I left, his son was on an internship to get ready to take over his dad's company. Wow. You know, so it, it really put it he in just perspective. He just skyrocket. Just, huh? You, you ain't got to learn the bottom. You just come reading that out of the top. There's nothing wrong with that. There was nothing no, wrong with that. No if it's hate, yours. There was no, you know, why does he get, it was none of that. It was just like, man, this is. Like it, when my son grow, grows up, I, I can get him an application, mm-hmm. but that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't. I've been here for fifteen years, and all I can do is say, "Son, you know, you fill this application talk, out." I, I talk to the manager. manager. Yeah, it's like, man, that just really put it in perspective. A couple of other things put it in perspective, but as far as like me, you know, really kind of putting it in high gear, like that was that was a jump start. And then my second son being born with just insane. Yeah, milestones and you know disabilities and brain bleeds. It's like I have to do something for us. You know what I mean. Yeah. So if if all else fails, I want to create a space for him to be able to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Not a Walmart greeter. You know we we can. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of took on that responsibility, and that's that's what really fueled the fire for me to like get off my ass and really really start making it work. You know yeah. what I mean. So we don't got like no FAA guidelines. So. That you know, ass my, my <laughs> cover might slip out here and there. Um, so like with the um, is 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 that relationship what led to like you catering for Walmart? So somewhat because the positions I held at Del Papa was mm. was it was it was a 
pretty, you know, I was in a lot of meetings and I dealt with contracts, a lot of financials and mm-hmm. um, sponsorships and stuff like that. And anybody that needed something, whether it was trinkets, giveaways, neons, free beer, I was that guy. Right. And so I, I was introduced to a lot of people that um, I probably typically wouldn't have in, met. Like met. Yeah. So I met the guy that I deal with from Walmart through Del Papa, but we've built our own friendship completely separated from that company. You know what I mean? For sure. So, um, to where they've even hired me back. Today. Oh, yeah. 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 Not today. today, But, but at I've, that time. I've done three jobs for them as Thibodeau's Barbecue and yeah. not as, you know, an employee, which is, that was like the most. Surreal. Man. <laughs> like. Uh, it didn't really hit until probably about a week after I did the event. And I looked back at some photos and I was like, man, my trailer was parked there. And it just, it it really shook me up, man. It was like, you know, I used to dream about that. Yeah. Sitting in that office and dealing with all of that stress. And it's like, man, one day somebody going to pay me, you know, and it to to actually have this it happen. Happening. It was cool. Man. And I mean, and that's, and that's not a small job. Like you're nah. talking like nah, it was... iconic industries eating your food. Yeah, it was cool, man. And Walmart, same thing. You yeah. know, Walmart, I did, uh, for the first time I did Walmart last year, oh, what was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? I can't remember, but the messages afterwards, mm. that's that's what I live for. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, man, it's, we've gotten, and I'm not going to say names, but we've gotten caterings. We do this every year, and I've never got the response back from my employees like I did with your food. And, yeah. Man, what, yeah. Put us down for next year. and it, you Count know, us like, in. That's... When that starts, right, it just—it's a good feeling. It's man. a good. I yeah. I can't. I can't not imagine that providing you a lot of validity. Mm-hmm. Like the choice to chase my food in Texas, mm-hmm. in Texas, correct. You know, you, and it's and it's crazy because it's almost like you this big guy that still people don't know. I feel like that sometimes. You, you know, know what I mean? Because it's not Kellen's, Colleen's, nah, it's nah, not yeah. Papa's. Nah. It's, it's not, it's like you, you industry-wise, they know exactly who you are. Community-wise, that part is still growing. Correct. I, I and, feel like, I feel like it's more so of like, um, kind of like that, 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 that actor or that rapper or that entertainer or, you know, when you find them before everybody else does, mm-hmm. like that's your guy. Like, I feel like that. You know, people that's eaten the food and tried it, Yeah, it's like, oh, this is my go-to guy. You know, there's people that, you know, this is my best hands down. And, you know, you, those people, like, those are the, that's like the fuel that, like, I'm okay with being that guy right now. You know, because right. it's steps. I know I wasn't that guy a year ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I wasn't even a you know what I mean? So like those steps, I'm appreciating those instead of looking at, you know, man, other people. I wanna, yeah, and it, I, I can't gauge my success off of somebody else's. You, you know what I mean? So to me, I'm loving it, man. Like I, I really enjoy it. You know, yeah, it could be better, yeah. of course, but I'm, I'm loving it, man. You're getting it done. Yeah, and you're able to provide for you. You're able to provide for your family mm-hmm. off of dirty rice, mac and cheese, <laughs> potato salad, baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> brisket ribs <laughs> pretty much this is, man. This is how yeah. i keep the lights on here boy pretty you, much yeah. you see you see that meat that deep freezer <laughs> <laughs> no nah, never freeze it 
Well, listen. Okay. Yes. It. I guess it's good to clear that up. Yeah, right. Yeah, clear that up. <laughs> clear that up. Yeah. So, man, tell me about um how you met your wife or your girl. Man, that's a funny story. I I lived in Galveston. Uh, God, this is a long time ago. This is 16 years ago. I had this apartment on the seawall, living my life, man. I had a crotch rocket. <laughs> Working at Budweiser. This dude got the bachelor pad over the Man, water. Man, it was, it, it, it was 77th and Seawall. The whole living room and my bedroom was open to the wall. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was one it's of those. Nice. It was nice. And uh, she was in nursing school. And at mm-hmm. the time, I had a roommate. Um, my roommate was talking to um, a girl who was also in nursing school. She was like, you know, you need to meet Andrea. She's a good girl, and she's going through a bad relationship, and she was in an abusive relationship. And so we just randomly met. Like, she kind of hooked it up, and we had a date. And it it was nothing that I was, you know, looking for. It just kind of happened. happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, completely different than anything that I had done, dealt with before as far as where her mental state was. Yeah. We were the same age, but she was years ahead of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it. Because <laughs> of her experience. Because of her life experiences, and she had a kid. You know, mm-hmm. at the time, our kids was not even a thought. You mm-hmm. know, just I was way too busy popping wheelies down the <laughs> seawall. You know, I wasn't thinking about children at all. Uh, when I take people out or go on dates, there was no splitting. There was no, mm-hmm. no one could come pick me up. No house. Yeah. My house was the, you know, man, you got your own place. Like, there was nobody doing better than me in a sense at the time, at least that I was entertaining, and, that I was talking yeah. to. She had her People own house. People in your circle. People in my circle. Yeah. She had her own house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, her, like legitimately her own house. Like, You're this like, big two-story, 4,300 square foot. Like, this is yours? I thought I was- I thought I was my balling. apartment was, you know? <laughs> and so- She got equity. And it, it wasn't just that. It was the mindset, like where she was mentally. The rest of that stuff just fell in place, but I had I had never been around somebody that was, you know, willing to not just do things for you, but just elevate you mentally. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was just a different experience. It was different. Yeah. It was different. We weren't attracted to each other. She was I wasn't her type. I was she wasn't mine. Yeah. But something just clicked. that unity yeah. amongst you both is what drew you together. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. How long y'all been together? It's 16 years now. 16 years? Yeah. 15, 16, yes, 15, 16 years. Yeah. So, I mean, not not to, not to like repeat other episodes. So, you find she has a kid. How old was her kid when you At the time, Lex was right at four, turning five years old. So, how did you feel about being a bonus dad? Rough. (laughs) Rough. Man. I mean, it's not funny, but. Nah, it's, it's, man. Why you. The way you you answered that looked too fast for me. Rough, <laughs> right? It was rough. Man. Well, okay. What well, was it? Rough because you are enjoying time with the lady that has a child, and because you are with the lady who has a child, the child is one hundred percent part of this package. That wasn't. That was to me the easy part. Okay. Um. Actually, my mother, when I told my mom, like, how I met somebody, you know, is this and that and the other. And I remember like it was yesterday, her mom was, um, she wasn't handicapped, but she was on a walker and she mm-hmm. was, her mobility wasn't that great. And 
crazy story. This blew my mind at the time because it was just out of my realm of like what. Mm-hmm. So in her guest bathroom, she had a, just a standard size toilet. Mm-hmm. So one day she needed some help to get a toilet from Home Depot. I was like, all right, I rode the bike. At the time, all I had was a motorcycle. So I was like, I ride out there. And we ended up going to Home Depot. She bought a tall toilet, took the perfectly fine toilet out, got a dude to come put the tall toilet in so her mother could be more comfortable when she mm-hmm. came to the house. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like, like, what? It's simple now as an adult and like, you know, we switched out, I switched out all of the toy, you know, so it, it's nothing now, but at, you know, 22, 23 years old. Trying to compute this. Trying to understand, like, it, it was just, it was just cool to me. And I remember talking to my mom about it and my mom was, you know, I gave her the whole story and she said, I remember like it was yesterday. She said, you know, I know how you are. There's a kid involved. So make sure this is what you want. And so what she was saying was, I didn't grow up with a father. Mm-hmm. I was always like, man, I'm, you know, kids and making mm-hmm. sure they have support. And she knew that if I got attached to this little girl, there was no turning back. And so to me, the time with the child wasn't the issue. That wasn't the hard part. The hard part was, Man, she was a spoiled brat, man. <laughs> dude. Dude, it was like you couldn't it, you couldn't imagine. You know, we laugh about it now. Yeah. Like she'll listen to this and be like, you know, be quiet. I can't believe you said that. But she was spoiled. Her mom worked. She was a hard worker and hustler. Yeah. So she the Lexi stayed with her grandparents a lot. Grandparents spoiled the living daylights out of her. They were doing their job. Mom felt bad because she didn't spend enough time and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So she spoiled her. Discipline was like, <laughs> like, like non-existent. And it's like you know, and I come in, like, wait, she said what? Like you, it, that was the hard part. You yeah. know what I mean? But as far as the time being spent with the kids, because you're having to learn a different essence of of patience. Oh yeah. Oh you know, yeah. And I, I imagine the training that she put you through oh. prepared you for the things you encountered later in life. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, how how has how has your lady been beneficial to like your career? Hmm. <laughs> give you, I'll give you one example that'll sum this up. I was twenty five years old at the time. We had only been dating a couple years. The company, Del Papa, I was working for, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I was just really for, I think, oh, new supervisors. Mm-hmm. Not going to bore you with the details, but it was some weird stuff that happened. I took over a route, and I got in trouble for some things that I wasn't supposed to get in trouble for, and it just really put me in a bad space. Um, and I was frustrated, and it was coming home, and it was just, you know, if this is, fr- this is what she said. If, th- if that job is frustrating you that much, just quit. Mm-hmm. Go do something else. I got you. Mm. This is, it couldn't have been three years in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just that simple, just that easy to, if something is stressing you out that much, let it go. Mm-hmm. And I went up, I had a great relationship with the owner of that company, which still to this day, he texts me on my birthday. Solid guy. Yeah. I mean, multi, multi, very well off dude, but he was just a solid human being. And uh, I went up to his office and 
handed in my computer and said, you know, this is what I'm done. And that was one of the, probably one of the better things I could have done as a young man at the time, because I faced the person that could have changed something and he changed it. The next day I got a phone call from HR and everything was fixed. All of my issues was fixed. Everything was done. But to get back to the original question, she's always supported me and anything I wanted to do or anything that I thought that I couldn't do, you can do it. Just do it. Did when when you're getting all this support and you're becoming this bonus dad, did you ever think about popping the question? No. No? Why is that? It was never because wait, wait, before we go there, before mm-hmm. we go there, um, with you mentioned your mom. Mm-hmm. Was your dad not in the picture? No. So you don't have did you not have a background of seeing married within your immediate circle? No. Grandparents. None of that. My grand my grandmother and my grand grandfather, step grandfather, he mm-hmm. wasn't my my real grandfather, but we always called him Daddy Stood. You know, he yeah. was he was always there. But no. My grandmother, my great grandmother was her. My grandmother had never been married, at least not in my lifetime. If she had, yeah, years ago. What is your mom married or divorced? Mm-hmm. Never. I guess that answers that question. Then huh? that's you didn't that really was see it. Correct. It wasn't present. Yeah. When um, when your oldest son was born, who's the bully of my daughter, <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> not so much, but. <laughs> Yo, okay, sidebar. I used to I used to really not like your son, bro. <laughs> Yo, I used to be like, what the fuck this was <laughs> Because my baby, come on, yeah. and she would talk about your son like, yeah. oh, oh, you know, and then we did this. I'm like, who is this kid? Who is this kid? <laughs> and then she said uh he was mean to her or something. And just before we're talking Children, me, yeah, 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 okay. It's just yeah. fly swatting me, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not that, yeah. But I was like, You did what? And oh, she she said he told her, Don't nobody care about your daddy. Oh, you don't <laughs> care about me now. <laughs> that's that's that he probably did say that, yeah. And then, yeah. um, and you, I put something in the Facebook page to help with my television, mm-hmm. no idea. That that boy is your son. Yeah, yeah. So you that came was my over, guy. And, yeah. and I think uh, Elena, she was like, "Oh, that's, that's just that." I yeah. said, "What? Yeah, oh, can't beat him up now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. But I mean, it's it's just funny how small yeah the world is because yeah. we've known each other. Yeah, before. Was, I was meal prepping. I was dropping meal preps off. Yeah. But, at yeah. least a year or two before that, probably a year but before But there's that. no idea. Um, I guess it's good, right? Because when you're good to people and you're good people, you may not necessarily know who their kids are, but you mm-hmm. still, your colors are consistent. Comes back around, yeah. You know, yeah. and so, uh, because I got a daughter, so I ain't like it. But you dig it. <laughs> <laughs> you got girls, so you understand. I understand, yes sir. Yeah, yeah. But um, so your son is born. Did you think about it then? Like the idea, that the idea at that point, 
At that point, absolutely, because we, when Trip was born, we left. Uh, we had a home, or she, her home in Texas City is where I ended up moving in with her uh, after the storm came through and um, tore up Galveston and messed up yeah. the apartment yeah. and all of that. I was basically homeless for a couple of weeks, but we ended up uh, moving in together. And I kind of have this vision for my life, if you will. Like when I'm 30, I want to do this and I want to be at this point. And it, you know, grace of God, it just kind of all happened that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even to where, even down to my son, like my first son's name would be Trip. This was a, a note. You know, you remember those, uh, the uh, book covers? Mm-hmm. Like the paper bags you put on the books from school? Yeah. The brown bags. Because we couldn't correct. afford like the fancy ones. Correct. Yeah. The ones from the book that I wasn't getting purchased. <laughs> yeah. Nah, this is, yeah. So paper I had that written on books. my book. And uh, my best friend J.R. Polito from uh, from my hometown. Whenever I was first had my my first son, he was like, "What is his name? Trip?" I was like, "Yeah." Like he remembered from yeah. you know. So it, everything just kind of happened the way it, it went. But to answer your story, it 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 was a thought, or to answer your question, yes, it was a it was a serious thought at that point, mainly because we had just purchased a house out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was that was the biggest purchase thus far that I had made, and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, we we here now, you yeah. know. So. It was a thought, and also her. She came from marriage. Like, that's mm. a forefront. So, mm-hmm. at that point, you know, I'm getting. Is her, she coming for you, like, oh, when yeah. we get married? Oh, yeah. She's her coworkers. Every, every time we go to a function with anybody outside of all, it was, well, when, is the, when, when is the wedding? When is the And so, yeah, I mean, even if I want, didn't want it at all, at that point, yeah. it was in my face to where you couldn't, you mm-hmm. couldn't hide it anymore. So, yeah. yeah. It was a thought. You know, it was a more pressure than it was a thought for me. Because mm-hmm. once again, it, at that point now, I'm grown, you know, and I'm able to kind of have my own opinion of marriage now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And looking at the success rate of marriage and looking at the mockery it, that society, I feel, is putting on marriage as far as, you know, celebrities and how mm-hmm. the, the Vegas marriage, like it just, it became to where. Like for me, it was like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, why mess something up? That's we we good. It's working. It's working, and not that it wouldn't work with marriage, but you know, true story. Six of the people that were hounding us the most are now divorced. Mm. And I say six because I know <laughs> I, I, I could, I'm yeah. not gonna name them, but I'm please you don't. Know. But I got you. And so it's like you know that that just further. I'm not taking advice from divorced people. You know, at the time, or, seeing not, this story, like they're happy, and it's like, this isn't, y'all think that because- The of, honesty was not in the forefront. You know, um, that's why sometimes it's good to, when people, you know, especially in relationships, how y'all doing? We ain't good right now, but we be, we be fine later. Yeah, right. Yeah. We be all right. And that was me. Yeah, that was me. We'll go to somebody else, not bringing our drama to anywhere, but it's yeah. like, now nah, we beefing right now. You go over there, I'm gonna go over here. And it's talk a tight spot, here. but we'd be all right. We'd be, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's that's just kind of how I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not a no, it's just not a, you know, okay, we did this, now we need to do this. No, no marriage is next. We're not doing this before. Yeah. It, it didn't control my movements, if you will. And that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, you know? And, um, you mentioned about your little son. What was going on with that? Like, 
how did that, how did, man, as a man, you know, you find out you're going to have boys and you got all these game plans in your head. We're going to play soccer. We're going to play man. football. We're going to da 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 We're going to. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's a, uh, that was hands down the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. So on the front end, how was the pregnancy part? She has she's she has a, a history of, of premature babies, mm-hmm. just how a womanly works. Mm-hmm. So we knew that, you know That's a possibility. It's a possibility, right? Every every one of our children was born premature. Mm-hmm. But not to this extent. And for premature just means uh you didn't go the full full term. Eight, nine months. Correct. You know. So Correct. I think sometimes it's just good to I think a lot of times when people say, Oh, you know, the baby's premature at six months. But you know, I mean, yeah, you could have cooked for two more months, but they're good. Yeah. There's you know? there's levels. There's levels there's to levels prematurity to for sure. There's levels um, to Maverick was by far like like extreme. Mm-hmm. Like it was and man, everything was going great. She because of her womanly and because of what, you know, the history of it, we we went, man, she got taken off work. You know, yeah. it was light duty. You know, we went to see the uh the doctors. I think it was like on an every two week basis. You know, it mm-hmm. was it was it was not the normal pregnancy. You get pregnant and you see your doctor every now, your OBGYN every now and then. We it was like intense, you know, because of her. Yeah. Because of so things like that every were going week, on. every two weeks. At first, it's like every three weeks, and then they change it to, or no, it was like once a month, like very early on. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to, I think we were on like a once a week for like maybe two or three weeks before he showed up. He showed up. Yeah. And so, Andrea, being a labor and delivery nurse, man, when it happened that night, she was like, we got to go. And, uh, Man, we got to the hospital and it was just it was just chaotic. You know, it was just chaotic and the doctor came in and, you know, basically was like, We gotta you know, we gotta we gotta When you say chaotic, what does that mean? So the the vibe in the hospital was it like anxious? Yeah. Like as soon as like when the doctor come in and the nurses, you know, it's one thing to walk into a room and, okay, what's going on? And, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, I mean, it was moving. Yeah. Get called this and, I mean, taking the bed and moving out. And it's like, like what's going on, man? Like, you know. They, so, they go into action of their training. Yeah. And you're standing there. Lost. Yeah. Lost. This is before I really knew even what was going on. And so what really You're watching this unfold, like, are you panicking? Are you somebody talk to me? Or panic kinda... didn't panic didn't set in until Andrea, who sees this every day, labor and delivery. She sees the worst of the worst. The she sees it. She lives mm-hmm. it every day. Right now, she's at work. When she broke down and was like, I can't have a twenty five week, he was born at twenty five weeks. Wow. And when she broke down, I was like, oh, man. This is not good. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, man, it was rough, man. I 
I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going to happen. She, uh, they took her into the operating room. So I'm just sitting solo. It's mm-hmm. what, four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what was going on. Finally, the doctor came out. Actually, I take that back. Operating room is to the left. I'm in the middle, like a, like a kind of an intensive care mm-hmm. NICU, like right across the hall. Yeah. I see everybody run out with, obviously, the, with, with my son. Once again, didn't know what was going on, like didn't hear no crying. I just, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I'm trying to go over there. They know, sir. They push me back. I'm like, man, this is, you know, I'm starting to get angry now. You know, this is mm-hmm. no information. Finally, the doctor come back outside and tells me, uh, sorry, man, I might. <laughs> yeah. He came out and, um, man, he gave me the blues, man. Basically, um, you know, said he was uh, not going to be a functioning member of society. Uh, it's emotional because I'm taking myself back to that point, mm-hmm. which I don't talk about that often. Yeah. But he... Um, Probably the, the thing that stuck out the most was that he'll, um, the chances of him being able to play with his brother is, man, it was rough. And I was, I was broke, man. They, they told me to go in there and look at him. Again, because he, uh. The doctor shared that, you know, there's a 50-50 shot that um, you know, that he, he he's going to have a fight to be here tomorrow. And he was, man, he was so frail. Just like, I'll show you a picture. He was just Literally, he fit the palm. He was one yeah. pound, one pound, six ounces, I think. And uh, it was like, man, how is this even going to be possible? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, man, we went. Uh, let me back up a little bit. He was, he was breathing. Um, they had him hooked up to all of this stuff, man, and uh, they took him over to the NICU, and I was in that <laughs> funny story. His name was actually supposed to be Sawyer, uh, Sawyer Tipito, and uh, 
Andrew was still in the recovery room. I was in the NICU with with Maverick. Of course, you it's in this big glass, you know, thing. You can't touch him. And I'm just sitting there looking at Soria Tipito on the board. <laughs> I was like, nah, we can't name him Soria, man. This dude's a beast. I literally went over there, wiped it out, and wrote Maverick. And the nurse came up. She's like, oh, I guess it's Maverick now. <laughs> anyway, it was just a little funny story. And then about maybe two hours later, Andrew rolled out. And he had the, to have uh, a fighter's name. Yeah, I had to get him a fighter's name, man. Yeah. And uh, Andrew rolled out probably about an hour or two later. And she's like, where's Sawyer? And I was like, oh, it's Maverick now. It was just, yeah. she literally had no idea. But. <laughs> so fast forward, man. Uh, How old is he today? He just turned seven two days ago. Mm. Yeah. Maverick's a good name. Yeah, yeah, it fits him, man. It fits him. And so that was a rough, rough time because he stayed in the NICU for about four months. We mm-hmm. couldn't bring him home for four months. Yeah which was rough in itself. No, it was about three months. And so that was rough, just going up to the hospital every day. Yeah. Didn't miss a day. Every single day went up there. And then finally we got to bring him home, man, and it was like, wow, now, now reality sets in. At this point, he's already had two brain surgeries. Uh, they put, um, he had a stage five brain bleed mm-hmm. and a stage four brain bleed. And so, in order for his head not to swell up, and you know they yeah. had to they had to insert this uh, like a reservoir mm-hmm. where the liquid would build up, and then they would syringe like liquid mm-hmm. out. So man, this kid, this kid was just just tackling every single challenge, man, and he was just fighting them. And you know he got through the rough part to where the percentage was he's he's gonna be here now. Yeah. Now it's like the reality of, you know, what is this going to look like? It's day-to-day life. It's day-to-day life. Now all of the stuff that Dr. Beatty is telling me, it's like, okay, now we got to, you know, how's this going to look? You know, so. In full transparency, right, in case somebody decides to Google him, this man is doing his job. So for any of you uh, WebMD warriors that want to try to fix things yourselves, he was doing his job. I'm going to circle back to that because when I talk about that, I, which I wouldn't have now looking back on it, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Mm-hmm. He did exactly what he was supposed to do because that was Maverick's odds. Yeah. He told me the truth. If he had enough, it wouldn't feel the same today. I mean, it would. It would have felt he was catering. Versus telling you what it telling is. Telling me what it is. You know, so, and, and it's the truth because there's kids born at 30 weeks, 35 weeks that don't make it, much less, you know, I mean, man, so, it, well, rewind a little bit. So Maverick's born, we bring him home. He's growing up. My aunt, who's a amazing woman, mm. godly, just, she's just the most beautiful woman. The first Thanksgiving. So he was born on the 12th, I think. Yeah. Sorry. I'm bad with dates. I don't know my kid's birthday. So <laughs> yeah. I don't feel bad. It was two days ago. So. Uh, Wait, two days ago. Sunday? Yeah. That's my wife's birthday. Was it? Yeah. yeah. She should have came to bounce miles with us, man. No, we don't go there. <laughs> so, 
so so he's in the NICU. We have Thanksgiving at my house right around. Uh, all the family comes down. Of course, Maverick's not there. But my aunt, she lives in Oklahoma. She's praying over the phone. And mm-hmm. we had a conversation also. Um, aside of that, she said, God told me he's going to show his, tr- his true strength through Maverick. Mm. She's always said things, like always told me things that eventually have come true. She's told me just she's a special human being. And every time I tell her, like, how did you know I was going through this? And she'll call and say just something that needed to be said at the mm-hmm. time. She's just an amazing woman. She's like, baby, I'm just a messenger. That's it. You know, that's it. So when she said that, of course, this is still fresh, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm appreciate it. You know, thank you. It's it's hard. It's hard to take those words and be like, okay, yes. Yeah. You know, everything's going to be okay. I'm drowning right now. And- Correct. <laughs> so fast forward, mind you, it hadn't been easy. Man, we've been through therapies, on therapies, behavioral therapy. Uh, we, we he's, he's had SMOs, which is the Forrest Gump braces. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to cast his right arm or his left arm so he can know how to use his right because his brain bleeds affects his you know mm-hmm. right side of his body so tons and tons of hours of texas children therapies man like two three hours a day which once again if i hadn't made the move that i made to start my career wouldn't have had the time to do some mm-hmm. of these things it's just weird how looking back on it everything just felt wouldn't like it was available. supposed to wouldn't have been available and now you look at maverick if he comes over here today and you I, my buddy it's like man what would you say is wrong like, I see him when he when y'all be walking when we home come from school. school. Wouldn't yeah. even have known. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in regular school. He's in first grade. No mm-hmm. special classes. No, no more braces. Mm-hmm. He still has a shunt. He will have a shunt in his head for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. The shunt pumps the liquid. He has a tube that you can see runs down to his stomach, and he he disposes of it um, when he goes to the bathroom. So, or the tube releases in his stomach. Of course, goes to the bladder and he pees it out. But yeah. He'll have that forever. He'll need to have another surgery around 15 to add a longer tube because he'll grow. He's growing. Correct. But, man, other than that, now we have to, like, you know, stop him from wanting to play football. Mm. Stop him from wanting to play baseball. It's like, ah. Sorry, (laughs) You know, yeah. And he understands, but, you know, at the same time, he's like, I can do it. it. You know, this is, and he's strong. He's, it's amazing, man. So, yeah, that was sorry. That was a rough little 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 patch from it to, to talk about. No, I mean about, that's but. important. I guess the question is uh, to get back on topic of conversation. Yes, you did give some insight um, into everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. My first question is, like, do you know how you were doing? Nah, it wasn't about me enough to know how I was doing. How was you there for your wife? You know, realistically, at the time, I thought I was, at the time I was, but I mean, now, you know, growing up and, you know, being older and more experienced, like, yeah, I mean, I, how can you be there for somebody else when you're not there for yourself? Mm-hmm. I did it, you know, whether it was, you know, showing up. I think up. in that regard, that that statement does make sense. I don't mm-hmm. think it fits there. Not there. Because this was so much bigger. Yeah. You know, and 
it was literally a moment to where this is that time where you have to be Hercules. Mm-hmm. You gotta. You carry. have no choice. You. This is what you gotta carry. Correct. You know, and so, and it's and it's weird because I think what you gotta carry for years, mm-hmm. and you don't. I think you probably just now, maybe in the last three years, been able to relinquish some ounces of the weight. Yeah, I'd say yeah, probably about that's 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 interesting. I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, I'd say probably in the last within the last two, yeah, last two or three years, it's kind of like okay, wife is moving around. She's, yeah, she's eyes are clearer. Yeah, your son is sunning. Yeah, and yeah. now you have to transition yourself to. Like, okay, I'm a person. And it's interesting you say that. And have we had this conversation before? I don't think so. No, we typically, I typically give you a hard time. So that's funny you say <laughs> that. that. That's very interesting though because it it fits with with everything. Because there's times where, you know, even being busy with 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 my work or with my my business now, sometimes it's hard because it's like I was. I had mo- I've molded molded myself to be there, mm-hmm. not just physically, like just consciously present with anything. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, of course, therapy sessions with, you know, excuse me, with stuff like that. But just 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 presence is always there. Mm-hmm. Whether one of the kids forgets their backpack. Dad lunch is gonna suck today. <laughs> I just whatever it is, like so now it's like it was hard for me about I guess maybe a year or so ago when it's like, you know, I really gotta start pushing me now. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the kids are gonna be the kids, like they're good. We kinda got through that. Like it's the courage to do that. I, I never looked at it that way, but I got you right. It takes a lot. It was, of, it was hard. It takes a lot of courage. I felt selfish. Yeah, you know what I mean. I felt like, like going and doing this catering job, and now I'm gonna be gone. I'm not gonna sleep for the next two days. Like, man, Trip got a soccer game. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiana got a track meet. I gotta be there. Like it, it, it was hard to, to get back to doing transition me. back. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. difficult because that. Who you were before that person doesn't exist anymore. No, yeah. and so you can't transition there. You have to transition to a place to where you are just conscious and you're comfortable with your needs. Yeah, because your family can't like the family's going family. Correct. And if you're not, if you're not going after your needs, you can't ask them to do it. Correct. They're not going to. Yeah, it's imp- they can't. That's not their job yeah, to. Yeah. Their job, your family's job, is to support your needs. But in order for them to support your needs, you have to be aware of what you need. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they just, they're just trying to give you a love language that you don't want, mm-hmm. nor did you instruct mm-hmm. on what that's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And... You, that's just um, 
getting back your power as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, because us men, I think we we don't do a good job. And when we do do it, it's more toxic, like mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. Uh, it's it's more like nah, like okay, I'm a, I am a man, and in this space, this is what I need right now, and to do it in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. And the family's like, yeah, go do that, go away. Trip don't trip and be like, yeah, okay, I'm not happy you're not gonna be at the game, but it's fine. He'll understand. Yeah, it's it was fine. it was me that was having an issue. You, you know what I mean? It was it was me that was <clears throat> that was having. And of course they it. It sucks for them. Like they want me there, but they yeah. understand. They get it, especially now. Now it's a little bit easier. But man, at first it was it was difficult. It's like, and it's not all the time. Luckily, I'm able to kind of, you know, I've gotten pretty pretty good at to where I can kind of okay, this is going. I can do this now and still have time to squeeze this in. Uh, but that's that's that morphing that we were talking about before. Yeah. I just kind of morphed into this. I don't know, you know, when the weekend is done, it's like, man, I don't know how the hell we did that, but, you know, I can't believe, you know, I was able to do this, this, and it, 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 but you do it, you know what I mean? And through any of that, did you ever think about having a ceremony of marriage? Yeah, actually. Um, Just to get us back on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know how I get, man. We get to going, and man, Maverick got my tears going, and just got all, but got all, all, all of that, all of that's necessary, because if it wasn't, if it wasn't, for your oldest to teach you patience, yeah, to teach you to endure, she's the one that prepared you for marriage. Ah, uh, nah. Behaviorally nah. is kind of what I was getting at. Behavioral, a little bit, kind of, kind of more like, uh, or to start that journey for you. To start, to start that, you know, this is some, that non-control. It's kind of she prepared me for like you know before it was and I was just me you know, I had control mm-hmm. over or at least I thought I had control over everything you yeah. know what I mean it was at least my 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 surroundings but with her not only was she my not my biological daughter it takes time to come in and tell a five year old spoiled five year old what to and what not to do and how mm-hmm. what you said was rude when we go to a restaurant don't point at people. Don't stare at people. Don't mm-hmm. smack. Don't you know? There's so Having many things. Her. It just takes yeah. it takes patience. So for that, yes. But Maverick was just a whole different. You know that was. I honestly don't think anything could have prepared me for. Yeah. For Maverick. In a, Sometimes in a I see things all as building blocks. That's a good way of putting it. You know. Yeah. Um. Because when you think about your job, your marketing. And all that kind of the mm-hmm. the skills and traits you learned at the job, those skills were able to tr- be transferable to how you handle tip of those. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so I think I think there are certain um, psychological things that God puts on our plate, mm-hmm. and it might just be a pebble, but that pebble is what helps you stand to deal with that. You you're right about that, because <clears throat> me as a person, I, I don't like crowds. I really don't like people all that much. I don't um, know a lot of. My wife is a people person. Mm, uh, nah, I can't. My I can't. wife, my wife, and my grandfather, and my brother have never met a stranger. Yeah, they all strangers to me. <laughs> yeah, 
And you know the the funny thing is is when people know me, I say know me when when I interact with people, you would never think that. Mm-hmm. What man, you you introvert? You, you intro- There's no way. Who's like, man, joking up? I felt safe here. <laughs> it's a difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a difference. And I could I could you know I can be that person if you will, but you know if I had my way, man, I'd be. You know, probably by myself somewhere. You know Chilling. what I mean? Chilling. Yeah. I do enjoy hanging out with people. It's just a certain person. It has to be the right situation. If it's more than 10 people, probably won't see me there. Yeah, I think it's one of those, like, uh, do we have... I, 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 I call it, like, are they regular? Mm-hmm. I like regular people. Yeah. You know, they're comfortable enough in their own skin. Mm-hmm. And they not trying to push their skin on other people. Yeah. They know how to oh, take yeah. a joke. They can give a good joke. Correct. They know how to laugh from Correct. the bottom of their feet. Reading the room. Not nothing yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't have to tell them boundaries. Correct. Correct. I like regular people. Just regular people. People that understand just mental agility. You know what yeah. I mean? Just not the the brash personalities and all of that. They I, don't feel like they yeah. special. Yeah. 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 They only special. You only special to your family to your, and yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know. But they're not pushing that nah. on other folks. So, but, um, but 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 yeah, you the back to your initial uh, question was, did I, I actually did? I popped a question, man. I bought a beautiful did ring. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I did. I what did. happened? Nothing. Nothing. She's uh, we. What was this? I guess two. No, a year ago. Um. Man, we had a date and everything. Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. And you, so, you're going gonna to laugh at this. Man, I had a real big catering job I couldn't pass up. <laughs> 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 I got, I, Babe, I got to go make this money, I got to be honest with you, man. <laughs> make this it was, money. It was a big job. I couldn't I couldn't pass it up. And she was understandable. And yeah. we just hadn't. The kids to this day is like, when are we going to Jamaica? When are, so I let mean, me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. This the answer to this question is critical. Mm-hmm. Are you engaged? How you answer this is seriously important. Yeah, I'm engaged. Okay, well that's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> because I've read this last night, uh-huh. and for our state. Uh-huh. Common law marriage. It just means as long as you won, mm-hmm. people acknowledge you acknowledge her as your wife, mm-hmm. right? You just if people say your wife, you're like, yeah, that's her, even if she's not. But you say, yeah, that's her. That's like part one. Mm-hmm. Part two is, um, like you guys living together. I think that's automatic mm-hmm. it was it was a three-part thing and i'm scared to push this button because i don't want this to mess up but it was and th- but the third one was holding out mm-hmm. and holding out that just means that you carry yourself as a married person mm-hmm. uh like christmas cards mm-hmm. from the Thibodeaux's, mm-hmm. and that included in which case then you are actually married mm-hmm. and you have the same rights as people who went through the ceremony mm-hmm. of marriage so it, it kind of was just kind of messing with my head a little bit because typically when we say, are you married? The mm-hmm. question that we're actually asking is, did you go through the ceremony of marriage? Correct. Did you go to a church, justice of the peace, 
Well, see, now that's a and, trick question. Well, the reason why I ask because if, but once you're engaged, mm-hmm. then you are no longer under the common law marriage. Mm-hmm. Once you engage, that moves for some reason that goes off the table. So, like, let's say if y'all were never like engaged mm-hmm. legally, if y'all were never engaged, then you would be married. Mm-hmm. But the minute you get engaged, now that it's a whole different situation. That's interesting. Because I, I mean, I was reading all these. I was like, "What? What?" And then I had to read it a couple times, and mm-hmm. a couple times. Then I watched the video. <laughs> yeah. And then I read it again, and they said. They said it is tricky because people who are were common law married, but mm-hmm. then they got engaged and all of a sudden things changed. Because even if you are common law married, you mm-hmm. identify her as your wife, you guys are carrying on like a married couple, you are holding out, which mm-hmm. means you are identifying as a married couple through Christmas cards mm-hmm. and surrounding peers. If you're operating with that and it has nothing to do with a time frame mm-hmm. and y'all are kind of y'all living together. Mm-hmm. The law will consider you married, and you still would have to get a divorce. You would still have to go through the same divorce proceedings, as even anybody if anybody with as ceremonial, a- anybody else. So, what what signifies engagement? The fact you gave her a ring mm-hmm. and asked her to marry you. Gotcha. When you ask her to marry you, it knows and voids. It, all now that. y'all not common law married. Correct. Y'all just y'all not y'all just y'all just engaged. engaged. Yeah. That's now, interesting. Before, right before, she could still like, if, if you're under this common law, they can still go against the same proceedings mm-hmm. as far as divorce goes, all of that, the mm-hmm. exact same, get half this, whatever, whatever. And so I think that was a lot because a lot of times people think, oh, you know, we just live together. Mm-hmm. Not well, according to the law, because they said you, they said it's very important within two years mm-hmm. if you are common law. Not ceremonially married, mm-hmm. and you guys separate. That you go through divorce seedings, divorce proceedings within two years. That's you crazy. gotta get the same documentation. It's crazy. It is crazy because I, mean, I was like, "Oh, Brian Mary, you don't yeah. even know it." Yeah, well, <laughs> you, <laughs> Brian Mary. <laughs> the reason, the reason for me, I, I've never identified. When people say, "Oh, it's your wife," and I'll correct them. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's out of respect for people that went through marriage. It made me think about biblical standards. Because mm-hmm. biblically, historically, we have been designed to look at marriage from ceremony proceedings. Correct. And if you didn't go through, and the thing that's crazy, the only, there's no difference between what they're talking about is legally mm-hmm. than the person that went and got a marriage license. No different. You just according to the law, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. In which case, the purpose of being married is to have covenant. Mm-hmm. And so, if you guys are going before God for said covenant, mm-hmm. I would say that covenant is equally as powerful if you went before a church. Correct. For said covenant. Correct. Without what is customary. Correct. And I'm a little embarrassed because I typically challenge all customs. Mm-hmm. I, like, why do, why do we have to cover communion with the, with the towel? Mm-hmm. Why do we, 
Why do we need to wear these gloves? Why mm-hmm. do we, why do we have to do this? Like the things that we just in Western culture, Christianity do. do. Correct. Where does that come from? What does that stem from? I never really question marriage or the outside part. outside of what I've known. Yeah. Because we just all out. Because before I was like, well, if you come in law married, do you get the same rights as mm-hmm. a married person? What what's the difference? Mm-hmm. You know, in which case, I guess that goes back to what Obama did. Um, with the LGBTQ community, for those people, they would fall under the common law. Mm-hmm. But just because they were same sex, they didn't get the right. Correct. Because if they did get the right, then there wouldn't be no need for the law. Because people who are not married and you're hetero, you get access to the same thing Correct. as those or maybe it's done by state. It's done by state. Maybe it's done. Maybe the recognition of marriage is only valid without a license, depending on the state. Correct. That is definitely true. Like so, te- your common law goes back to that. That was if that's a Texas thing. If it you might be to, a Texas. Thing. It is a Texas thing. Like because in New York, I think they have it there too. But yeah. I guess like uh, with alimony. Correct. I don't think we do alimony in Texas, but they do it in New York and California. Correct. Yeah, it's 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 a weird. So I guess as long as you never leave, you don't need a license. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to go through the same. <laughs> oh, oh man, man, um, words matter. What you say matters. When you understand the power of your words and the effect that they can have on people, on people around you, on your children, on your loved ones, how you speak about them and how you speak about yourself will always have an effect. And if you, once you get to that good space of knowing that God has great and awesome things for you and you trust it, you'll find out that you're not as lost as you think you are. Peace.